Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. call this week uh said if they said i should preface this they said this and then they moved on like it wasn't the (laughs) saddest thing they'd ever said they said if you were alive in the 90s (laughs) and i (laughs) if i hadn't been on camera i would have fallen out of my chair (laughs) just death drop yeah out of frame excuse what do you mean if i was alive in the 90s Hello? Like, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Oh, God. Excuse me while I go reapply my retinol. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Welcome to Into the Twilight. We're old and crusty. We're, but still our slay. Our bones are becoming dust with every minute right. of these podcasts. Yeah. So take your vitamins, folks. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was just the nonchalance of saying that and then continuing on with the conversation. Right. As if there's just a like normal way to start a sentence. <laughs> it's just like, and I recognize it. I've taught people who have, who were not alive in the, in the 1990s. I understand yeah. that. It sure. was just the way that it's like, oh, if you don't have to scroll that far when entering in your birth information. <laughs> right. It's just like, good God. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Cool, it's fine. No, it's fine. No, don't worry about it. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm not having a crisis about it. So, hello, I'm old. That's Father Time. We've been yep. on this podcast for eons. Yep. Uh, just watching the world as it slowly burns. <laughs> but for this hour, you don't have to worry about it because we talk about things that are important in the context of this hour, but generally don't matter. And that's helpful. Yeah. Some. It's helpful for us. Hey, before we get into this, um, the fuck shit that we talk about here, um, what, it's been a while since I've talked to you when you weren't berating yeah. me for watching too many <laughs> podcasts, nope, TikToks about Pedro Pascal. Um Sure. <laughs> it's one of my favorite hobbies yeah (laughs) sometimes you do have to just remind me throughout the week like stop doing that how are you i am living i am here oh i come to you with a show thank god okay we're in a drought right now we're in a drought you know the only shows i've talked about in the last few weeks have been glee derogatory so i want to actually give a good reality competition show to the oh, fold yes, here. Dude. And, and it's called Chopped. Have you heard of it? Listen, that is mm-hmm. uh, more relevant than... <laughs> oh, <think>. no. <laughs> um, it's okay. Here's my pitch, right? Yeah. And, and this is how I think... Sharks, this is on Netflix. Um, how I think they should market this show. Yeah. Imagine Top Chef. Okay. But Big Brother. Oh, okay. And you that's... That, that should be the logline, right? It's called Pressure Cooker. It's on Netflix. It is a very short, like, eight-episode cooking reality competition show in which they all live in a house together. They are judging their own foods, essentially. Whoa. Like, so they don't know, like, who made what. It's also, like, strategy of, like, keeping your allies in stuff. And it's, like, people, like, playing the game. Because some people are very traditional being, like, I'm just here to, like, vote for the best food. But some people are, like, I want to make sure I can help whoever – is gonna keep me afloat you know so there's like different dynamics going on here and it is wonderful like the production design wild the actual all the food stuff looks amazing the drama is incredible um because chefs can be petty and i love it it's i i eat it up i want i want it all that's the best part about cooking shows right they're overworked and therefore yes. angry. Right, yeah. There's so much, you know, fire under them for being fucked over for, for years. <laughs> and you just feel it. 
in there. And it is, it's a very quick watch. It's very satisfying. It's very fun to like play the game kind of with them. Also, notably, there's like not a host, which I think is key to this and why it makes sense. The host is the instant pot. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, literally, they have like the, um, like when the like orders come in, like a receipt paper kind of thing. Like that's how they get all of their information, which I think is very fascinating. Whoa. Because I feel like a big problem with Netflix reality shows is like the hosts are kind of insufferable at times. A hundred percent. And it's nice to like envision what a reality show would look like when like a host already doesn't do anything anyway, like just not have it and like just keep the emotions and stuff of this like very simulated experiment in here. And it's very cool. It kind of sounds like all of the best parts of one of our favorite shows, Four Weddings. Yes. But cooking. Right. It's like a little less shady than Four Weddings most of the time, but it is like that same spirit is there. And you get the living situation of America's Next Top Model, which is right. very good. Chef's kiss, literally. <sighs> Would recommend. Oh, I love this. I love, I mean, no one is surprised about this if they're listening to the show, but like, <laughs> I fucking love reality TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is so good. Thank you for this. Um, how are you doing, my dude? I'm here. I'm alive, which is great. Yeah. I will say, surprisingly, I didn't expect to be seeing as much resurgent. I mean, that's the whole thing from the past year, right? It's like everything that we had in like elementary school and middle school is like coming back. Yeah, It's like popular. Sure. Again, I guess I've just been constantly affronted buy it and surprised every time that I open any social media platform and it's like hey guess what's popular again um and it's like everything that I owned <laughs> um, it's like I'm afraid one day I'm gonna open up TikTok and they're like oh my god did you remember Claire's and it's like yeah <laughs> yeah I yeah. do I do remember I do. Claire's. <laughs> um and they're gonna, there's gonna be like an influencer holding those like really tiny bottles of nail polish that you could get at Claire's that had like maybe a use of nail polish in them. And it was like mm. all lead. But yeah. that's okay. Oh my God. <laughs> We're all still um, alive, so. <laughs> it's, yeah, for now. Um, yeah. <laughs> my, <laughs> um, my happy thing. So, this is a surprise to me. So my TikTok algorithm has been really pushing um, lives to me. Specifically sure. like ASMR lives. Mm -hmm. And that's not my, that's not what I go yeah. to TikTok for. That's not your truth. Yeah. No, it's not. Um, but I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just open one of these and give it a shot. And it ended up not being an ASMR thing. Thank God. Mm. Um, but are you at all familiar with the mini brands? Yes. TM? Yes, I am. Yes. Okay. So I knew of the name of mm -hmm. these, but I didn't really know what they were. Right. Until I stumbled on this specific content creator. And I'm going to say, like... If you've been anywhere, probably even if you have, like, children, this is not a new concept to you. I feel right. like there are tons of people who open these. Yeah. Trying to collect all the, you know, tiny Clorox <laughs> wipes bottles. Exactly. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I found out, though, by watching the specific creator that there's also another type of Pokeball mini brand. Mm. And it's called Miniverse, where you make some of the fake food. Mm. with like it's all resin and so some of them are like make this banana smoothie and you have to <laughs> assemble it with resin and something about that really was very engaging to watch sure yeah it was entrancing i might say because i'm <laughs> i have no interest in purchasing these for myself because what first of all they're like 10 bucks each yeah. and it's like for why what would no um but i i mean listen it's working out people are buying all of these and also what would i do with like for what would, what would i do with them but i love to watch people open them so um the specific creator because i won't there's a lot of people that do these 
And now my algorithm is full of people like screaming while opening these. And that's not the vibe. This was just very like chill. Um, I will give her credit. It is mini life blends. Um, and she was just very happy the whole time of just like mm. opening these. But I found it very charming how many small, because that's, the, I mean, listen, I get it. I played with Polly Pockets. I ate a shoe every once in a while. I get it. Um, yeah. They're small and charming. I, I think that's kind of beautiful. Um, so right. I get the fulfillment of seeing them opened and <laughs> arranged, but I don't need to go and buy them. Right. Which I think is great. Yeah, it's kind of the perfect thing of like, what am I going to do with tiny little, I love tchotchkes, right? I love tiny little, you know, mystery yes. bags and all that shit. Like, I, I fall for that hard often. But there is the same joy that I would get out of that is watching <laughs> other people do it. And I feel like TikTok mm-hmm. really solidified that for me of being like, yeah, that's that's all this is. It's just like a little endorphin rose or like all the gosh upon like, you know, TikTokers and stuff like that. I get all the time. And everyone in the chat was so excited. And I mm-hmm. don't get any. It's like a whole, I don't understand any of it. Sure. I was just like, oh, it's a really small guac. That's <laughs> cute. <laughs> and like, I was just letting it play while doing Sudoku. So I was like sort of paying attention, but not really. Right. And these people are enraptured. It's yeah. like their whole thing. Um, <sighs> so I don't understand it. And I don't know that I want to because I don't want to go down you know, like, I don't want to be one of those beanie baby moms that, like, empties her right. savings on <laughs> mini brands. But I just think it's charming, and I understand the appeal. So, go off. At this time, future Cody, if you could put a really sad, royalty-free ballad <laughs> over this, that would be great. Absolutely, you got it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just some raindrops sure. and tears. Yeah, really set the um, scene. We have a current events corner, <sighs> and it's really sad. Is it surprising, friends? No. Um, this sad news, sad breaking news, yeah. in fact, um, is brought to us by Peter White, real name, probably, um, at Deadline. Peacock is announced. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Sorry. 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 Serious Peacock. face. <laughs> we are gathered here today. <laughs> Shut up. Peacock is announced. Uh, the Vampire Academy is canceled. <sighs> what the fuck? I'm so, I, I'm honestly, like, pissed off about Like, this. I, yeah, I, listen, we've had this, we've had this song and dance happen before, right? We rooted for you. And Vampire Academy, did it have its moments? Sure. Of. But, like, it was actually, it, it worked. It made sense. It was an interesting adaptation that, like, took it to a different universe or whatever, a different idea of many different things yeah. going on. Um, and it ended in a way that obviously was set up for like a the long haul. And now we have nothing. Yeah. <laughs> now we have no resolution. Ugh. This is my first of all, Peacock, you're on my fucking shit list mm-hmm. for multiple reasons. Yeah, promote your damn sh- shows challenge. Yeah. How dare you get me invested in the show and then be like, <laughs> no. Um second of all, <clears throat> I'm gonna put my conspiracy glasses on for a second. Do you think this is Anne? Re- <laughs> Do you think this is Anne Rice from the grave Fuck. being like there can only be one bitches, uh, and it's my show? Yeah, I mean, listen, very happy that there's gonna be more seasons of Interview with the Vampire, but we don't. What? What? Why can't we just? We can have more, you know. We still have what we do in the shadows. If, we have other shows. If we have learned anything from. The recession that we have. Right. It's that there can be multiple vampire shows happening at the same right. time. This is a harbinger for recession. We have vampires in pop culture. We have flash mobs getting back into the zeitgeist. <laughs> okay. Can we talk about this for a second? Because that was a real jump yeah. scare. <laughs> I'm honestly terrified. Yeah. Uh, but like these are, you know, emos and goths getting back. There's a new uh, fucking Fall Out Boy record. These are all the signs, guys. Like this is... <laughs> Everyone is thirsting over Maddie Healy again. Right, like, sleaze. Indie sleaze happening? is coming back. Like, this is how it happens. 
Miley's on the radio. Right, Miley's back. Like these are like this is all check, 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 check. Another one. <laughs> if Peacock should know anything right now, it's that you don't cancel YA drama right. series. You make more. You capitalize on it. Are you come on now? Like while you still have time, let's go. This is how you make your bank, baby. Ugh, so I'm pissed. I I know there are certain things that were kind of wild and wacky, but I genuinely did enjoy that show. And like, I actively like whenever an episode ended, I wanted to keep watching it and was like, upset yeah. that I had to wait a week for the show and not spoil it myself. Like it generally had good shit going on. And like, the performers were very yeah. promising, like had really good shit going on. And like, we're all relatively new to the scene, you know? I'm blaming this on James Cameron. Fuck it. I don't have a reason to, but I'm blaming it on him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got to put it somewhere and he can handle it. He'll be fine, you know? <laughs> Jim? Jim? You're on my fucking Jimbo. checklist. <laughs> Jimmy? We need to talk. Um, here's what I think. Yeah. We talked about this off- recording so we need to have a part for posterity my initial thought was if there was a way for it to be saved it would go to hbo Mm -hmm. however hbo's on fucking shaky ground right now right so cody had a great idea would you like to share it with the class i'm something of a genius myself just kidding um (laughs) shut the fuck up well i just think within the the landscape of streaming which is uh much more uh volatile and unstable (laughs) That it's ever been. Um, who would have guessed, right, when everyone makes their own streaming service, right. that things are just going to be um, a little bit more different. I I just think with, like, all the ones – like, Netflix does not seem like a good fit. Like, I think, like, thematically, yes. But I feel like, obviously, we've seen this happen before where they give something a shot and then they immediately cancel it. Yeah. So I think Apple TV is an interesting, imperfect, but, like, interesting choice. I think this is genius. There's room for it. The budget's there. The All of their set stuff and, like, production design is on point, right? And there's, they like... They got the money. They got the money yeah. for sure. And, like, there is a hole in, like, their programming that speaks to that specific audience. Like, a lot of them are... It's for still, like, teens. drama. And that's still, like, within their wheelhouse of stuff. But, like, for the youths... And I think it could be cool and make sense. I love this idea. This is my campaign this is my this is, this is your fight song this is my fight song this is everything so if anyone listens to this show works at apple tim. tv if tim apple <laughs> listens to our <laughs> podcast um let slide into our dms <laughs> or give us an email oh my god please the way that i would die so sad news mm. got it out of the way could you tell us about this weird news Please yeah, we have a little palate cleanser for for this um, because, you know. Emphasis on palate. <laughs> yes, strong emphasis on palate. Um, it's time for a rare but welcome Robert Pattinson food corner. Pew, 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 pew. Um, we know Annual, him. Annual, some might say. Right, yeah, we know him. We love him. He has weird food habits, um, specifically with pasta, but a new food group has entered the ring here. <laughs> One could say. Oops, all starches. Oops, all starch. Um, this comes to us from Variety. Um, Ethan Shanfeld. Thank you, Ethan. Um, Thank you, Ethan. In which this is framed as Robert Pattinson calling out, like, you know, toxic body standards for like male actors um especially like for bulking up or like trying to look like you know a superhero like a batman um but we do <laughs> get some and that's a great thing to talk about i fully respect it good valid and it's strong. a valid point um but <laughs> the way this goes <laughs> is that he he talks about like certain diets that he's been on and i'm not sure if these are like recommended for <laughs> these these roles and stuff um, but he basically says that he's tried every single fad um, on the on the market, but like, you know, without like consistency going on there. Um, and one of them, notably, is that he, quote, once ate nothing but potatoes for two weeks as a detox, just boiled potatoes and Himalayan pink salt. Apparently it's a cleanse. You definitely lose weight. <laughs> this man. So, <laughs> sir. Yeah. <laughs> you could have just stopped by saying 
hey, ditch your diet. Yeah. 2K23. Um, actors who have to use any sort of like dieting technique for roles, not great. Right. Don't do Shouldn't it. Shouldn't be a thing. Right. And then could have said, like, I've done all of these. They're not successful. Don't do them. Right. <sighs> Robert. Giving examples to people, especially in January, where we know historically a lot of people tend to go on diets. Not great. Yeah. This dude. What are you trying to cleanse? What are you trying to detox (sighs) out of you? I know that you have access to so many things. You're so rich. Yeah. (laughs) But you try boiled potatoes and salt. Sir, like, no shit, you lost weight, homie, but yeah. you don't need to. Right. You're good. You're good, bud. Um, I will say. I do appreciate oh, yeah, go his goal for this year. Yes. Of just consistency. Yeah. That's an that's, attainable goal. I think that's a valid goal. Yeah. I don't appreciate the person who spelled his last name wrong, but that's okay. Mistakes <laughs> happen. Right. Uh I will say, I've clicked through to this, because I guess this is a source from another interview from ES, which I don't know what that is, um, called The Business of Being Robert Pattinson. Um, And this whole interview, he seems, because he's working, he's more talking about the Mickey 17 movie that we still don't know too much about. Mm. Um, But he seems, literally the interview starts with him being like, he has a baseball cap pulled down over his eyes, and he's been awake since 4 a.m., and it's now 7 p.m., and he says he's totally fine, Jesus don't Christ. worry. And later, it's like, you know, today I just realized I'm probably not seeing ghosts. It's probably just because I've been drinking about 17 cups of coffee a day. Robert! So this man is tired. <laughs> this man is going through it. Um, is he okay? The answer is no. This man... Has to have a PA somewhere that can be like, hey, my man, uh, it's been two hours. Are you, would you like a snack? Yeah. Oh my God. How's your blood sugar? Oh, you've gone over 12 hours. You've had nothing but coffee. Yeah. I noticed that you are literally Mm -hmm. on the ceiling um, and you're vibrating. Are you, hey, you good? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You, uh. Are visibly shaking. I can see your heart. Right. <laughs> as if this is Looney Tunes. Are you good? Yeah. It seems like you are not good. No, it does not. Um, but that's that's our Robert update. He is here. He is trying his best. <laughs> and he is eating potatoes sometimes. <laughs> I would like I would like consistency for this man. Yes. Yeah. Of uh just eat. Sir, please take care of yourself. <laughs> um, speaking of taking care of themselves, um, I'm worried about our Vampire Academy in the book, friends. <laughs> yeah, speaking of people who are not taking care of themselves in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. <sighs> um, what I remember yeah. last week was the we got our friends there in Vegas. Yes. They had... We had a gaggle of our five friends and two that were sus. Uh-huh. They had uh, run into Strigoi in a stairwell in Vegas, one of which was Dimitri. And in the process of trying to kill the Strigoi and escape, um, Rose was like, hey, actually don't kill Dimitri. Yeah. <laughs> and... Then they ran away, but Rose and Eddie got separated from the group, Mm. and we found out, unfortunately, Dimitri killed everybody that was left in the security staff. Yep. Eddie's pissed. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Lissa and Lissa's scared. Um, Adrian was kind of shaken up, and Victor... And Bobby are gone, girl. They have left the building. Uh, that's what I recall. Yeah, no, that's a good recap. Uh, 
chapter eleven. That's what you missed, Ungly. That is what you missed. Um, fuck. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Just, Roll for initiative. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was like, where will our characters take us next? Let's find out. <laughs> um, so we're not in a great spot, right? Like, this things are not going yeah. particularly well. Almost everything that could have gone wrong has gone wrong in every conceivable way. And we start. This yeah. Chapter. Hey, did you all miss uh, Rose being um, like talking down to herself? Yeah, we're gonna get. If you did. Welcome back. We're here. <laughs> yeah. So immediately, this chapter starts off with the revelation that, fuck, there's no hope. Like, they are gone, gone. Like, there's no way to find yeah. them. There's, even if we knew where they lived, like, they're not going to go back there. Um. So, like, there's no rhyme or reason. They are out of town. They're gone. Right. Um. And so they're just like, and Rose, obviously, is beating herself up over all of this because she's like all of this is literally my fault everything like <sighs> yeah them leaving mm. dimitri all these like people dying it's all on me and everyone's mad at me and i'm mad at me and no one's having a good time <sighs> and we're in vegas so everyone should be having a good time right we're in we're in sin city baby we should like hit the slots let's go baby um so they try to they go back to the witching hour and they're like fuck we gotta like figure out game plan like we got to go back. We got to, like, figure out what the next plan of action is here. Um, and this is the vampire-owned Yes. So there's, like, Guardians. There's Maroi. There's, like, it's more of, like, a... Especially now that they feel more comfortable being here since they don't have a literal fugitive anymore. They they can feel like they're here, you know, and not be suspicious, right? Um, and it's just, like, this big old casino situation. Oh, God. So. Which Adrian makes a good point. Yeah. When he's like, as soon as they get there, mm-hmm. um, I think Lissa decides to go and book tickets. Right. To get out. Yeah. Um, but Adrian's like, well, I'm going to go play slots. Yeah. It's like, it actually <laughs> does kind of make sense. It wouldn't hurt us to like chill out a little bit. A, Vegas. Yeah. There's witnesses fun. and cameras. Right. There's witnesses and cameras. And also any way that can place us here and not in alaska at the prison is pretty good to me right like that seems like a pretty good yeah. uh alibi right there um one of the best ideas he's had yeah so far <laughs> for real um so you know we're doing great and also we have like we're the ones who put victor away in the first place they wouldn't suspect us anyway but extra reinforcements are definitely helpful here um exactly so like lissa goes to get tickets um with Eddie. Eddie goes with her. Yeah, Eddie goes with her. Um, and so it's just like Eddie glares at yeah, Rose yeah, as he walks. Yeah, away. he's not speaking to Rose at all. Um <laughs> there Eddie's in a little bit of a pissy boy mood, which I, you know, I get it. Um and so Adrian is like, fuck yeah, let's drink, baby. <laughs> let's let's get let's party in Vegas. Um and he orders another fancy cocktail. Um apparently we find some little vampire lore that there's like um, you can add like a shot of blood to like whatever mixed drink you want, which I thought was a very fun detail. Um, and so like you kind of notice that some of these like uh, vampires and stuff have these like they're just like slightly tinged <laughs> with red in them. Um, and you're just like, OK, these guys are having a good time. This part was some Frere Rocher is coming in with some nasty lore. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Um, cause it's just like, ooh, um, that's, that's a choice. <laughs> um, we have- This scene yeah. at the bar mm. has, cause naturally at this point, Adrian's like, we are surrounded by Maroi. Mm-hmm. We are surrounded by guardians. Yeah. I can let my guard down. Like nothing bad is going to happen at this hotel. Yeah. Rose is in self-shame spiral mode. Yeah. So they are in, like, opposite vibes here. hmm At this bar. And then this fucking dude Ugh. at the end of the bar. Yep. Is, <laughs> he's like an older guy. Yeah. And he's like any old guy. He's not old, but he's like an older dude. Mm-hmm. Is just, like, deciding that he is going to make comments about Rose. Yeah, and, like, is talking Not to realizing 
she's had a bad day and she is ready to fucking snap someone's neck. Right. In the same way that, like, older guys, especially at, like, I would assume a casino situation uh, or a bar situation, um, is talking about Rose to Adrian, right? Like, he's not really acknowledging that Rose's existence. Um, And it's just like, fellas, am I right? And it's like, you got a good one over there. A lot of these girls are dried up, you know? And it's like, what? God. No, thank you. Um... And Rose is just like, uh, I'm spiraling. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm just like, um, and it's like, tries to like be a bit more confrontational, being like, don't fucking talk to me or about them, whatever. <laughs> um, uh, but Adrian is like, okay, let's fucking play this a certain way. Like, let me, <laughs> let me do this. All right. I'm um, the one that has the charisma here, yeah. Rose. So shut up. <laughs> right, exactly. And they start talking about uh, the older guy sort of brings up the whole Victor Dashkov stuff and Adrian's putting on the fucking charm. And he's like, what news? Oh my God, that's so wild. Like, I thought he was in a maximum security prison. What? That's so wild. (laughs) Um, And he's like, yeah, um, nobody knows what's going on. Like, nobody knows how it happened. People think it's like, and he brings up uh, that it could be an inside job because like the, the guard was who was compelled um by lissa apparently like spoke to people and was like but something happened to me it wasn't me and i don't remember anything um and adrian's like ding 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 this is our in <laughs> like right what if i like hint that oh yeah it's totally an inside job you should like tell people because you have friends who are like giving you this tea that they're like investigating and stuff and you should tell them that's what it was that sounds like really what happened and he's like, bet for sure. Yeah, totally. <laughs> You're so right, dude. <laughs> so again, another, weirdly, another point for Adrian. Yeah, Adrian's kind of doing thriving in Vegas, you know? <laughs> this is kind of like the best way for him uh, to do his shit. Then there is like a moment, uh, like a moment lull in this conversation yeah. And Rose, out of the corner of her eye, sees something bright and blue mm-hmm. and is suddenly distracted by these Maroi showgirls. Yeah. And if you are at all familiar with Vegas showgirls, then you are thinking like lots of like rhinestones, lots of feathers, mm-hmm. not a lot of clothing. Um, Rose is like jaw to the floor right now yeah not just like completely ogling like all of the other maroi men right now yeah, <laughs> it's like they're, gross. <laughs> yeah they're all going wild <laughs> yeah uh. the interesting thing that i was not expecting mm-hmm. and i was wondering like why is this dude still talking <laughs> yeah was the like why the fuck is this npc important was the dragomir lore here yeah, he like kind of brings it up casually of like, you know, this Dashkov stuff really, you know, uh, and all their stuff with the Dragomir is like makes me sad for for Eric, Lissa's father. Um, and it's like, you know, he was a good guy. Um, and Rose is to be like, you knew him? Like you, what? What the fuck? And he's like, yeah, you know, I've like been around here for a long time. Like he was here all the time, like always loved the girls and like partied with the girls and rose is like you know how royals have a lot of like international business in vegas you know (laughs) you know how it happens you gotta take a business trip you know what i mean right and rose is like what (laughs) he loved his wife first of all how dare you and he's like yeah i mean i'm sure he did but he also loved the company of of young beautiful women and that's 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 it you know and it sucks that you know what happened to him this to me shows a lot of rose's naivete Uh to assume that a royal would and maybe it's because the show was a lot more overt about this yeah um but to assume that a royal would not entertain this company right it would be uh consistently faithful (laughs) right yeah but i mean like that was how uh andre was yeah right yeah so you're thinking that like 
first of all, we have these really royal names. We don't know. I don't think we don't know what Lissa's mom's name was, but yeah. we have like Vasilissa, right. Andre, which I think is for a longer name. And then we have Eric. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's what like, happened okay. here? All right. Um, but it's like, this is not just like societal behavior, but it's also learned behavior. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck do you think Andre learned this from? Yep. Well, okay. So, thank you, NPC, for this valuable information. Yeah. Got a new new lore unlocked. Right, exactly. Oh, God. I found it interesting um, that the... There was, like, a lot of stuff when they ended up leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, and, because, like... Adrian, I think, and Rose, like, walk away. Yeah. Um, And Adrian specifically mentions after Rose is like, so you seem, like, happy here. That's weird. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Adrian specifically mentions, like, I've been doing some thinking. I'm not really that happy, but we'll talk later. Like, we obviously have more important things to to worry about. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) First of which is get money. (laughs) Right. Yeah. We need to we need to get some cash money. Um, which is honestly like he's not wrong right if his dad is gonna um like cut him off soon he does need that so he is smart yeah and apparently uh because of spirit it's very good hack for gambling (laughs) very good way to cheat yeah so it works out for everyone (laughs) i thought that was interesting that like the rest of this night because they don't get a flight until the morning yeah um is just adrian and lissa trying to figure out how they can cheat right here. yeah it's, yeah it's, it's pretty cool <laughs> but they have to do it really covertly because mm-hmm. there are so many guardians around yeah and it's like it's like also energy of like knowing what cards are going to be in there but also enough to like block everyone else from perceiving that you are doing that like so it's like twofold kind of in a way it's really interesting right seems like a good enough distraction anyways because mm-hmm. um, I don't think it's until they get to the airport that Rose's fear of what had happened when they left at the Luxor was actually confirmed because mm-hmm. um, apparently I don't know if it's because for whatever reason but it seemed like the witching hour didn't have like TV <laughs> right <Sure>. yeah <laughs> um but they, when they got to the actual airport, there were national news, televisions everywhere, yeah. um, and they find out that there was like a mass killing mm-hmm. at the Luxor because of Dimitri specifically. Right. They don't say that on the news, right. but like Rose and everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, so great, more for Rose to be like. This is all my fault. Right. And like as soon as no Rose got like a sense mine. of relief and they're like, we gambled, we had fun, like listen, and Adrian were so happy and making money. And now she's like back to self-loathing and putting everything back on me. Like that glimmer of hope is gone. We're done. Right. I'm very curious because now they're flying back to Philadelphia and then they're going to court from there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> like any sense of disillusionment will immediately fade when they yeah. get back into the boundaries of court. Right. And that's exactly what happens. <laughs> Chapter 12, they're like, fuck. <laughs> We're so fucked. Um, the, the air, the air, the, the air is tense it, back at court. Um, there's definitely, yeah. um, a lot more stakes of punishment right because like in school they could be like here you get like detention or whatever or like you know you can't like graduate or something but now they're like in the real world working and like training for assignments and everything and like trying to get good spots and everything um and that becomes much more real um of this right and like rose doesn't really internalize this yet at this moment she's like you know what else could i lose right like i know i'm not gonna be lissa's guardian that was already on shaky ground anyway and like at least i have tanya and like i have all these like different things like you know eddie has like really good prospects like 
what's going to happen, right? Um, yeah, she's still very much in the mindset right now that she is too good for them to do any significant damage to her right. and her job. Exactly. And like, you're not wrong. Right. But you're going to get a real fucking rude awakening right now. Yeah, Because right. Adrian and uh, Lissa don't get any punishment. Right. Here. Yes. Eddie and Rose do. Ugh, yeah. We get this meeting with uh, Hans Croft. It's not great. <laughs> it's just a wild Fucking name. Hans. Hans is really, really not sympathetic here. He's apparently in charge of all the Guardian assignments. He's, you know, a big wig at the court or whatever. Um, always yeah. smells like cigar, which, you know, great. Um, and like hammers down on like, this was irresponsible. You could have gotten Lissa killed. You know, you were having fun playing slot machines with your fake IDs whatever um there's a also a killer on the loose that could have been wild like you don't know like whatever um right. and uh, we so we get these punishments right <laughs> he's like you know he's being like hey eddie like i know you're part of this but also like you know you, sh you might be lucky to like get out of this without too many repercussions like you'll have a you know something on your record forever you know you'll your your chance of having like a very prestigious person to, to guard is totally gonna be skewed um you know but you can still like you'll probably be able to make it work with like a lower tier person and then he goes to rose and then he fucking <laughs> like snaps his neck over to rose right and gets in her face and is like you yeah you're gonna be lucky if you ever have a job and rose because she's so used to getting in trouble at school. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, sure, um, dude. <laughs> of course I'm going to have one. Like, not only does Tasha want me, but, like, you're too short on guardians that you can't keep me sitting around. Right. It's like, you need bodies. And he's like, and at this yeah, point, we do need bodies. He's, like, happy about this. Right. The, like, the, there's a smirk on his little face that, like, brings up something that Rose hadn't even considered up until this point. He's like, yeah, we need guardians for all kinds of work. Like, desk jobs. Picking things up, cleaning up, doing menial tasks. And then it sets in <laughs> to Rose. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, you're going to, like, relegate me to not even, like, work in the outside world at all. Like, not even, it's bad enough I can't have Lissa or, you know, Tasha or any of these people. Um, but now I can't even be a guardian to anyone is what that is pr being proposed at this moment. Um Rose, a like, I don't know what a fucking dog breed is that like needs to run a lot. <laughs> sure, yeah. Is being kept in like a small apartment mm -hmm. now, a desk job. Yeah. And she had never, I don't know why she'd never thought of this before as like that would be punishment. Because mm -hmm. like, homie, that's Mikhail. Yeah. That's what, that's what he's doing. Right. But and you saw them at the prison too. Like they existed there too. There's all guardians. Exactly. All these kind of odd jobs. Because someone's got to do it, you know? <laughs> exactly. <sighs> and so, so yeah. rude awakening for Rose. Yeah. They essentially get, like, community service <laughs> for, like, the next few days of, like, we're going to test you out with some, like, you know, manual labor for the next few days and figure out what's next for both of you. Just to get a sense of, like, what your lives could be like this. <laughs> it was so funny because she says that she says, I knew they had Maroi workers for these kinds of things, and they were probably being given a vacation right now. Yeah. So Rose and Eddie could do these, which is so fucked. Yeah. But so disrespectful. I think it starts off, there's like, they're switching off between working on this like garden near the church mm -hmm. and paperwork. Yeah. Like filing stuff. Mm -hmm. Both of which are things she's very bored about doing. <laughs> yeah, completely. Because there's, she's also being kept from Lissa at this time, right. too. They are not allowed to speak to each other or see each other. Yeah. Ugh. There's, it kind of seems like there's a lot of days that are going on between here. Mm -hmm. But there's, a very important one 
that happens. And I think it's when they are working outside yes. of the the chapel, I think is what it is called. Yeah. Um, like raising a flower bed or something. <laughs> like, right. Doing some there are these two people that come by and they're having this conversation that Rose overhears. Mm-hmm. And at this point, she's been like isolated from Lissa. Yeah. She hasn't been able to talk to Adrian. Mm-hmm. As well. Even though she's been with Eddie this whole time, Eddie's not talking to her. Mm-hmm. Eddie's giving her the silent treatment. Um, and so these two women walk by and they're like speculating about what's been happening. And one of them um, is like, Lissa went um, and left because of Rose. Mm-hmm. And Rose and Adrian went to Vegas to elope. And that the Queen's people barely got there in time to stop them. Um, And apparently Rose, this is still like what the girl is saying that Rose is overhearing. Rose declared nothing will keep her and Adrian apart. Oof. And Rose is like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's <laughs> like, listen, I've had a lot of rumors. What kind of game of telephone <laughs> happened here? Yeah, what's going on? It's like, I've had a lot of rumors about me very publicly, but this one is definitely <laughs> a choice. <laughs> Yeah. But she's also like, I guess it's kind of a good turn of events rather than like broke out of a prisoner, but you know, still kind of a wild. Yeah, no one's saying anything about Victor. Right. But still very wild. And then we get a How'd familiar How do you feel about friend. Christian? We get our boy back. He's he's here. I missed him. I missed him so much. It's been so long. Um and Rose is obviously uh shocked because she also hasn't like spoken to a person this whole time because eddie's not talking to her she can't talk to lissa adrian's not visiting her dreams so she's just like spiraling like she's all alone essentially even though (laughs) there's word vomiting (laughs) yeah exactly um and he's just like of course you guys got into trouble like you rotten scoundrels (laughs) like you all (laughs) and and you did it without me right how dare you and like immediately picks up on the fact that they were responsible for Victor being broken out of jail. And Rose and Eddie are like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, how did you (laughs) you know? And he's like, you guys are so obvious. Like, first of all, all three of you, like all of you just like fucked around to Vegas. Mm, Interesting. And the same time this like wild scheme heist comes out, that seems like a very (laughs) Rose plan. Like... (laughs) I love this, too, because Rose is like, uh, well, we got plane tickets and hotel receipts to prove it. Yeah. So what are you talking about? And (laughs) Christian is like, first of all, Rose, Mm -hmm. shut up. (laughs) Keep working on your Rose bed. Yeah. Second of all, um, as soon as I heard that three people had broken Victor out of prison, I knew it had to be you. Three Mm -hmm. of you gone, no question. And Rose sees Eddie, like, stiffen at this point. Yeah. And my favorite part about this whole interaction is Rose is being very tight-lipped, not saying anything. Yeah. Doesn't want Christian to be – because if he knows and then this ends up getting out, then he would be – like, he might be – get in trouble too. Right. Yeah. So Eddie – fucking opens his trap and is like i know everything (laughs) um i'll tell you exactly how this happened (laughs) i know everything rose won't say it but i will um i love this man i love these two so much he's so good he just he can't you know he can't be stopped once he's going yeah he has to tell the truth (laughs) i love it um and so Eddie ends up saying about, like, why this happened. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, it's because, she, like, Rose thinks Strigoi can be returned to their original form. Yeah. And naturally, there's this argument happening between Rose and Eddie where he, <laughs> she's like, what the fuck are you doing? like, up. shut up. Shut up. <laughs> stop. Enough. <laughs> stop doing this. <laughs> there are there are people. He, 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 people could hear us. <laughs> no. Oh, I love it so much. Yeah. Like he can't resist. <laughs> he can. He has to tell the truth. And Christian um, is like and mainly because by this. Like, Eddie's like, this is batshit. Like, right. she's, this isn't, she's on this wild mission and it's wrong. Yeah. 
Yeah. One of my favorite moments about this too is like, so Christian and Eddie are kind of having this conversation right now mm-hmm. um, where they're talking about like, they're telling Christian about Victor's brother um, and about how Robert, sorry, Bobby um, claimed to have healed the Strigoi mm-hmm. and all of this stuff. And <laughs> we're getting to this point where like, Eddie is still coming back and being like, okay, so you don't even know the best part yet. And Rose says one of my favorite things that we've read so far, which is like, hey, Eddie, I know you're mad at me, but Christian's here. And if Christian's here, then we really don't need another person that's making snide comments. It's like, I already get enough. There can really only be one of us. (laughs) Can we like even this out a little bit, please? (laughs) And they're both like, no, I think this is actually deserved. (laughs) Let's let's keep this going. (laughs) Oh. Uh, and this, I love that Christian's like really just trying to take this in right now because mm-hmm. he's like, get, tell me more. I don't, what do you mean? Right. Because he's kind of fascinated by it because he's also like, listen, we knew about like, um, you know, uh, St. Vladimir and all that stuff. Like if he was a spirit user, shouldn't he also have been doing that if that was part of his whole right. thing? Like that seems like something that would have occurred. Um, which like valid question. <laughs> Got to right. really valid. Exactly. <clears throat> but the thing is, is, and that's why they explain it, is, like, it wouldn't have been Vlad. It would have been Anna right. that would have had to do it. Because mm-hmm. it had to be the, the <clears throat> spirit itself. Um, the spirit. The spirit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so naturally they get to the worst part, right? Where Eddie tells Christian um, about the fact that Rose can't do it. It would have to be Lissa. Mm-hmm. And... Christian is naturally like the wheels are turning, right? Because it's not just about Dimitri. Yeah. He, as we are starting to infer, right, is thinking about his family and also like every Strigoi. Mm-hmm. Um and unfortunately this conversation continues and Rose is like, everyone shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, we can't do this. I can't let Lissa do this. Like, I can't, we can't do any of this. I'm sorry. Um, because I fucked up and I let Dimitri get away and I let Victor get away. Mm-hmm. And Christian's like, no, wait, I don't know. Hold on. Wait, wait a damn minute. <laughs> what? what do you mean you let him get away? <laughs> and so I cried because there is this. A situ- there's a conversation that happens here with Eddie and Rose where Ugh. they make up. Yeah, because Eddie is like now a little bit less hostile. And it's like, because Rose really does say her piece and being like, I am feeling all of these things all of the time. Like, I know you're mad at me, but you can't be madder than me than I feel about me. Yeah. Um, and like, if there was any way I could have undone it, like, there's no way I would have known what was going to happen. And I, I, I'm going to beat myself up for it forever. But, like, I didn't mean to do that. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I believe you. And, like, I'm your friend. And there's no way we could have known what was going to happen. And they, like, kind of have a little little moment, which was very cute. It was very cute. And it was soft and beautiful. Yeah. And then fucking Hans comes in <laughs> and he ruins it. Yeah, and he's like, what are you doing? Like, you're not supposed to be chit-chatting. And also, like, at some point, Christian just, like, evaporates into dust. <laughs> like, he's gone. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to let you guys get this punishment. I'm out of here. <laughs> um, he's like, if you guys are going to be talking all the time, I should just like separate you. And it's like, man, come on. Man, come on. Fucking Hans. This is all they have, Hans. And then Eddie Hans. just goes to do paperwork or something. Ugh. Yeah. The My favorite part so far mm-hmm. is the end of this chapter. Oh, man. There's so many things are happening at this. Because Rose is, like, just had this huge situation, and now she's, like, still back to, like, shoveling dirt. Yeah. And And assumes, like, Christian did a fucking magic trick that she didn't (laughs) see, and he disappeared. Right. And Eddie's gone, so she's alone with her dirt and the rose bed. (laughs) And her thoughts, which is not great. And her thoughts, which is bad. Um, And then is obviously thinking about Lissa and sort of, like, slips into her mind unintentionally and right 
guess where Christian went? Uh, to Lissa's room. <laughs> these fucking, these two, I hate them so He was so speed much. running. He was just ready to go as soon as he got this information. And Lissa, of course, is like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, it's late. Also, like, you don't want to talk to me. I don't really want to talk to you. Like, what the fuck's going on? And Christian's like, I know yeah. everything. So I want to talk about it. <laughs> um, and- yeah, he says the magic words. He says Victor and Bobby. And she's like, fuck. Okay, well, get in here. Shut up. Yeah, god damn it. Why is our plan falling <laughs> apart at the seams <laughs> at every moment? Uh, and Christian says- So he like, asks her. Yeah. Like, do you really, be- like, do you think that you could bring back Mr. Clay? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I mean, I, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure. <laughs> like, perhaps. But also, like, she knows that she's not a fighter. She knows that she really couldn't right. stake Mr. Goy. But she's like, I think I could, I have to try- if I could even make this stake with spirit. Right. Like, I just have to, like, know that in the universe. Because that could just be an implication for other things. Even if it's not bringing someone to life, maybe it's, like, another use case for something, right? And maybe this is just not technology that we've, like, really understood yet. And it could be interesting and, like, impactful. So I just got to figure it out. Right. <sighs> and Chris- So the gears are turning yeah. in his brain. Yeah, And he's like, so, you're going to that university that you want to go to in the morning to visit. Right. She's like, yeah. And your birthday party. He's like, and, <laughs> and your birthday party? And he's like, and Rose got cut from the trip? She's like, well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, and what if? He's like, did, what if, what, the queen is still letting you bring someone else though, right? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, why? Like, where are you going with this? <laughs> And Christian's he's like, like, he's like, bring me. Yeah, take me with you. Ooh. <laughs> what? <if> you- Ooh. <laughs> what if? His fucking fingers pointing at each yeah, other. Yeah, I'm literally doing that right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm cosplaying uh, Christian right now. And she's like, why on earth would I ever do that? And he drops the fucking mic. And it's like, because I can teach you how to stake a strigoi. <laughs> Damn. I know right now, Rose, in the middle of this flower bed, is just screaming. Yeah, she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what did I just say? <laughs> These two hooligans cannot be left alone. No, no, they cannot. But I love them. So chapters 13 and 14. So Christian is going with Lissa on her birthday trip. Ugh, they sick. have a mission now, but they're... Just doing it because of that. Not because they're still in love with each other, because they definitely are. They're definitely not going to kiss. Not once. Mm-hmm. Or they're even definitely think about probably it. not going to like practice and be in really close proximity with each other. Right. In like a really hot, sexy way. Yeah, certainly not. <laughs> Ferrero, why do you do this to each other? And Rose is just going to be screaming. Yeah. This is worse torture for her than having to do, like, manual labor. Literally, though. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm going to be crying about that until we get to our chapters next week. Um, Could you tell me about our fantastic patrons and start us off? Absolutely. Thank you to Katie Black. Ooh. Thank you to Kylie Minty. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Ooh. Thank you to Mulch Gray. Mulch. Mulch! Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Ooh. Thank you to Megan Pattinson. Ow, ow! Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. O'Shea. Thank you to Kati Karp. Ow! Thank you to Hope Castile. Ooh. Thank you to Rachel Ashford. Pew, pew, pew! Thank you to Vivian Yuli. Ooh. Thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Ow. Thank you to Samara Rinaldi. Thank you to Genevieve Morgan. Ow. Thank you to Danielle Burke. Ooh. Thank you to my mom, 
your mom, our mom, Kelly Beck. Ow, mom. Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Ooh, it's time for Laura Forty. Come on down. Come on out. <laughs> Thank you to Dan Seclos. Woo. Thank you to Maria Swan. Ow, ow. Thank you to India Peach. Ooh. Thank you to Emily Ozera. Pew, pew, pew. Ooh. Thank you to Jaylene Ivishkov. Ooh. And last, but certainly not least, thank you to Ashlyn Vogel. Ow! I have a fanfiction for you. Yes. Hello. That is titled... No. That was written by Twihard24. Amazing. It is titled, La Push Me Off a Cliff. Okay. Um, this was written in February of 2009. Hell yeah. <laughs> and the summary is, he was getting milk. I was getting milk. We bonded over dairy products. I said mockingly. She rolled her eyes. You make everything sound so stupid. This is a Paul and O.C., um, okay. Which is original character, friends. Um, and this is from chapter two. Amazing. I should also mention that this has almost 74,000 words. Holy shit. So. <laughs> Strap in it. Uh, which is so many. Okay. Chapter two. He jumped and whirled around. I guess he hadn't realized I was there. I looked at his completely lost face and stopped breathing. It felt like someone had just punched me in the esophagus when I met his deep brown eyes. I couldn't even blink. It was like someone took an out-of-focus picture. The world just seemed to blur around him. Everything seemed to zero in on him. Which I so didn't mind that much, by the way. He really seemed... He really had to be the most attractive guy I had ever seen. He, in fact, was really muscular. In a good possibly make me drool kind of way. He had broad shoulders and the most gorgeous face. My eyes were completely glued to his. It suddenly occurred to me that we have been staring at each other for a good five minutes and I was able to pry my eyes away from his perfect face. Whoa, perfect face? What the hell? I looked back at him and saw that he was holding a gallon of milk in each hand. One was whole and the other was 2%. Um, do you need some help or do you just enjoy looking at milk? I repeated, a little timid this time, which was weird for me. Really weird. He, (laughs) he looked back down at the milk he had and then looked up at me with a sheepish grin on his handsome face. Uh, no, well, I just, well, you see, I didn't realize that there were more than one kind, he stuttered, as if he was thinking half a million things when he was talking to me. Boys. Well, I always get 2%, if that helps, I said, as I stepped around him and grabbed my own gallon. As I brushed past him, I felt the sudden urge to reach out and touch him, but that would be really weird. I'll take your word for it, he said, as he put one gallon back and the other in his not very full cart. So, what are you buying? He asked before I could step away. End scene. Wow. Five minutes is such a long time. Stare at someone for five minutes? That's an incredibly long time to stare. I feel like I (sighs) would be scared (laughs) if that contact went that long. That sounds to me like literal torture. Yeah. But I mean, you Um, know, chase your truth, you know. So if you are interested in someone um, having an imprint moment (laughs) in the dairy. I guess it's really not an aisle. It's usually more in the back of the store. Sure. Um, there are uh, 74,000 words for you to enjoy. Yeah. Hell yeah. Love to see it. So, um, And every time I try to open fanfiction.net, uh, my computer is like, I need to make sure that this is not a virus. <laughs> so we know it's secure. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, friends, you have... A new show. Yeah. So please enjoy. Enjoy. Since our preferred show got fucking canceled. Uh, yeah. So, 
take care of yourselves. Um, if you choose to eat potatoes, please don't only eat potatoes. Right. A little variety. Um, and consistency. Yeah. These are lessons. Consistency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> consistency. Um, and as we say here in the Pacific Northwest. Get bit. And get whipped. Ooh. Ooh. Into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Into the Twilight or on TikTok at Into the Twilight Show. You can find me at Cody Corral on Twitter and Allie at Alexandria Does. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. We have merch, so much stuff. All those links are in the episode description. And make sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast hosting platform. It really helps the show. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.